Welcome to the Jimmy Palumbo Show. That's right. Show number 125 here uh, from come from downtown Mawa, coming to you from the above-average dining room studios here in Mawa. And we're at, I wish I could give the address. It would even be funnier. But I can't <laughs> here in Mawa. Part of Society Hill Day here at Shea. And, of course, <laughs> alongside, behind the glass, your friend and mine, coming to you from downtown Matawan from the fine Chop Sports Studios, Mr. Dave Sturgios. Dave, how we doing, man? We're doing good, man. Doing good. Big week over here at the studio. Just trying to get things, uh, you know, right before we uh, uh, reveal I, to the I, world, I guess. I understand you're having an opening house, rain or shine. Now, last <laughs> year you did a barbecue. and uh, That was a success. I had a good success. time. It was a good time. And now you decided that, you know, with the, with the weather conditions, you had to be a little more, you had to move things indoors. Yeah, and, no, I, we've changed you know, a little bit as a company since then. You know, last year was a lot of our own content. This year now it's like we want to show people what we got going on at the studio. And what you can see behind me is half half a podcast studio, half a video studio. So we're like, we've made a lot of upgrades to this place over time since Jimmy's been here. Um, you know, Jimmy's <laughs> podcast that really put us over the top, that really gave us the uh, the green light to really uh, do this place up. <laughs> well, the last time I was there, you guys, it was like, the, you weren't the Yankees, you were like the Highlanders over there. <laughs> you were playing at the, uh, the polo grounds there. Mm. Uh, well, that's good. Well, I hope everybody shows up. Hope you're advertising. I'm sure you're advertising it. <laughs> yeah, um, a little bit. Try to get people there, uh, let you guys know what you do, what you have to do. I think you should do it maybe more than once a year, try to just get people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Them, that's you know? that's the goal. I mean, listen, I always preach that this place is a, you know, open-door policy. Anybody that wants to come check it out, come check it out. Yeah, yeah. Know, and uh, I've been here. there. The studios are beautiful, and you could do your podcast, and you could do uh, photo shoots. You could do some video shoots. Yeah. You can do uh, – they have editing there they can help you out with. So if you're one of those people that always says, oh, you know, I really want to do this, that, the other thing, but you haven't figured it out, go there. And uh, I know you guys, if you don't know how to do something, you have – people that can come in and assist you with that. So we do, we do uh, all that. We're also a, uh, we're also a, um, uh, what do you call it? I guess a minor league system to really get you ready for the majors. Cause your niece, in fact, is doing some big things with Syracuse. Now she was an intern. She was an intern here first. Now she's a grad grad student. She was a chop athlete first. Everybody right. bought her stuff. There's about eight thousand dollars worth of merchandise coming okay. out of the Palumbo family, and I, and I got I got a huge cut of that. And uh, <laughs> Jimmy Palumbo was left at the altar day here at Shea. Uh, that's the, one of one of Jimmy's fine business ventures yeah. is getting in bed with Josh Wood. But I did get a co-host out of it. Yeah, listen, so, um, and and reasonable social media prices. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Madison's doing great. I just talked to her on Friday. She's oh, when I when I didn't when I didn't when I didn't come to the Woolbridge Brewery. <laughs> yes, you were too tired. <laughs> it's been a long. You know what? Week. Really, I know it's too tired, and you got a wife and two kids. You never, uh, you didn't quite add that into. You the, know the worst part. The worst part about that, they were at their mother in laws. So it's like I was home by myself that night. I was like, the hell with this shit. I'm doing an X I had a on my king size bed, uh, and I'm not moving. We will get to the Woodbridge Brewery in a little bit. All right. Well, all right. So, okay. Chop Sports is doing their big uh, thing on this Sunday. What's the time? Saturday. Saturday from Saturday, 12 to 5. 12 to 5. I'm yep. working on a film. Otherwise, I'd go myself. Um, you, first of all, I thought the what, We'll no get strike? to that later. We'll get right. to that later. But right, right now, I have. It's called a teaser in the business. Ah, uh, yeah. We're teasing it. We're teasing it. See, I've, I've been in the legal a while. I got to tease things. <laughs> but I have. This might be my favorite. Again. You know I love flawed players. Okay, mm. this guy struck out a lot back when no one really struck out a lot. Uh, well, they all struck out, I guess. Um, this guy, anybody who's 
older from I have to say, anybody who's maybe I would say 55 and over listening to this show here, Chad. Um, I this guy was the ultimate wiffle ball player. Every wiffle ball player imitated his stance. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Lee May. Now, I don't know if you know anything about Lee May and his brother, Carlos May. You remember him? He played with the Yankees, too. Now, I'm going to try to imitate. Lee May was the first guy to do the wiggle of the bat behind his head. You've probably seen it in highlights. Oh, I've seen. I mean, for my my time frame, it was more Gary Sheffield. Gary Sheffield. Sheffield Sheffield was like the second landing. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? So this is. uh, uh, But Lee May had the wiggle bat. He struck out a lot, but he played really well. I was blown away by a couple of things. Again, I love this is why I do the show for myself instead of going to a counselor. I just do the show. <laughs> uh, I, I got the 1971 card, which is that old school with the black top on there. And this is actually a pretty good card. Like it's actually like in action. You remember these that those in action cards? Mm-hmm, this is like mm-hmm. I guess he couldn't bother going to the photo shoot in spring training. Um, <laughs> But hey, he was you put the first- your bat over your shoulder and just stand there for a minute. Yeah, and just like a <laughs> now, he was the first baseman in outfield. My brother's going to be pissed. He's going to be like, everybody knew who Lee May was. Yeah, Frank, you're 62 years old. But not, not everybody <laughs> knows who Lee May is. Um, he, his lifetime batting average, 267. He had over 2,000 hits. And he had 354 home runs. I said, right away, I said to myself, everybody's like, oh, Don Mattingly, Don Mattingly. We're like, you know what? You can... And Lee May steps up to the plate here. I mean, like, I don't even, I don't think Mattingly's stats are that good. Maybe they are. I don't know. He also had over 1,200 RBIs, um, 18 years in the league, played with Cincy, Houston, Baltimore, and Royals. He was obviously best with Cincinnati. Best year was in 69. He batted 278, 38 home runs, 110 RBIs. Basically, he was Aaron Judge. A lot of these stats are like, you know, Aaron. Did the, I just did quick math. You just said he's been in the league for 18 years and had 1,200 RBIs. Okay, so he averaged sixty-five RBIs a year. So he wasn't that Listen, good. At the end of his career, he was uh, he was a, a pinch All hitter right. and you know, right. journeyman. But uh, listen, uh, Don Sutton's in the Hall of Fame. He, he was never the number one or two starter. Did you know that? I did not know that. Okay, think about that. That means like you pitch game three, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then you're not seen again because if it goes seven, they don't they don't get right. back to you. Right, okay? they got so, the one and the two on two days rest. <laughs> there right. you go. Hmm. Uh, but in 69, he batted 278, 38 home runs, 110 RBIs. In 71, he uh, batted 278 again with 39 home runs and about 100 RBIs. Um, he, he played the 70 World Series. And people don't forget, you know, 69, the Mets beat the, the Orioles. And the Orioles were probably the best team in the league for a four- or five-year stretch. Mm. And in 1970, they just blew it. They were so pissed they lost to the Mets. They just blew everybody out. But he was 7-for-18 in the World Series. Imagine a guy went 7-for-18 now. We'd be all over him. Um, but listen, the big thing about him that people don't realize besides his wiggling of the bat for all you wiffle ball fans out there, he was traded by the Reds. Okay. To, uh, to Houston. All right. He was traded for with Tommy Helms, a guy named Jimmy Stewart, a guy named Ed Armbrister, uh, uh, and for Jack Billingham, Cesar Geronimo in the trade, but the biggest name he got traded for. Yeah, little known guy, ESPN announcer, Hall of Famer, Mr. Joe Morgan. Oh, I believe wow. I believe the Reds did a little bit better in that trade. I was just <laughs> yeah. gonna say, it was like nine guys for one. What was that? No, like, it was they, like they, I forget. No, it was two guys, and they got Ed Armbrister. It was a big trade, yeah, big thing. Uh, he died in 2017. He was called the Big Bopper. I remember that. Don't ask me why. I was a little kid. Um, 
He also hit 100 RBIs with three different teams. Not too many guys have done that. Uh, he was a hitting coach for years. He was the brother of Carlos May. Now, the reason why Carlos May is hysterical for people my age, Carlos May, his younger brother, uh, playing with firecrackers or something, he blew off half his thumb. So Carlos May, his brother, only oh, had the like original a Jonathan Pierre-Paul or okay, Jason Pierre-Paul. Yeah. No, he wow. has nothing on him. Um, and also, his son was drafted first round by the Mets in 86. Only played about four years in the minors, though. Um, listen, <laughs> Lee May was a fine, good player. I mean, you know, listen. I, I get excited about the card, but uh, your friend Troy Chabarro comes in and says that that was the one card he had quadruples of. It seemed that he was in every pack. That's because <laughs> so. he was he was Lee May. I'm telling you, though, <laughs> this year, he when he bat the year before, he was 253. 34 so home a, runs. He's an all-star on the Yankees right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, saying. yeah. But, by the way, every card I choose the last like month, everybody's making $27 million a year. <laughs> he basically, his, his best year, he was Aaron Judge. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I find that funny. But that's it. Lee May. Now, of course, I asked you to name some shitty tight ends on the Cowboys that I would remember. Uh, so who do we got? Uh, last week, last week was David LaFleur. Um, okay. And, of course, this week, we're going to go with a guy by the name of Martellus Bennett. Who I played, remember him. Who played, played the with league, the Giants. Played with right? the Giants, as a matter of fact. Started Giants with the Cowboys. First. Oh, Cowboys, no, first, Cowboys first. Yeah, he. Uh, I remember watching Hard Knocks, which, by the way, debuts tonight for 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 Miles's team, the Jets. Right. <laughs> they, they Dave, go on, uh, Dave's son has been a, become a Jet they, yeah. fan. He's only a, a year and a half old. No, Dave's son horrible. is texting me how good Rodgers is. I know. I listen. I <laughs> might or may not have a new Aaron Rodgers jersey. I don't know. I can't speak for anybody. But I will I like say, um, Martellus Bennett, a shitty Cowboy. I remember watching him specifically in Hard Knocks uh, because that's the the Cowboys were the year that he was a thing, um, you know, a draft pick. And I remember you probably remember this guy. Uh, well, he was a Garrett brother. He was a you know obviously you know Jason Garrett was the right. you know with, with the Giants and the Cowboys and he's a Princeton grad, right? So I think it was John Garrett who was the tight ends coach that year. If you go back, you can go on YouTube. It's probably some of the funniest stuff you'll ever see. YouTube Martellus Bennett and John Garrett. This dude rode Martellus Bennett the entire summer about how he held the football, how he put your helmet back on Martellus, right. make sure holding it high and tight, Martellus. I've never seen a guy get abused the way Martellus right. Bennett was. That's Turns great. out he turned out to be an okay tight end down the road. Never really panned out for the Cowboys, uh, but there is your second shitty Cowboys. Martell- well, I will tell you something. I remember, um, I remember him being part of that new um, – I have to preface, but I'm about to say something stupid. I He was, to me, part of the way the tight ends are now in that he wasn't a good blocker. He, no, he, he, was, he was fast. He was an athletic. Deep, he, he was athletic. Yeah. And so he could, like, he's one of those guys that, like, he can do a 30-yard out. Like, all the tight ends, you know, are, are like that now. But back then, like, he was not Bavaro. He was faster than Bavaro. And he couldn't block like Bavaro could. He was like part of the new, and a lot of old coaches just couldn't handle a guy who couldn't, you know, couldn't block the uh, LT Mm-mm. coming in or whatever. Mm-mm. And so they, they got rid of guys like that. But now the league is set up where I think he would have been a good player now in the NFL. I really do. Because yeah. he got open a lot. I remember he was like, he was like good shitty. You know what I mean? For the Giants. <laughs> I, I, and he, he, same with the Cowboys. I don't think mm. he, I don't have his stats in front of him. But nah, I'm he, the bet he probably, you know. Wasn't I much. Did, and he might have gotten hurt with the Giants. I thought I have to look. Well, no, I'll do my research next week. I'll learn more about this on the backside. <laughs> but yes, all right. Uh, Bennett and Lee May shaking the bat at <laughs> Wiffle Ball. 
Tell you, if uh, anybody actually listened to this list the last couple of weeks of the combinations oh, that you're great. throwing out there, uh, like, what great. in the hell are they talking great. about? I love it. I love it because I think people re- – that's why I do I do this show for the kids so they can remember, like, who is Lee May? And I think people actually Google Lee May. I can't wait till um, the next drunk guy goes to the bar and is like, I got a trivia question for you. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, listen, big news on the Patreon front. I mean, oh. listen. Joe Rogan, once again, you know, Joe Rogan, you know what? I, I'm that team with this, you know, I, the games never, where the announcer says, you know, they're playing better, but they're just not pulling away. One of those, it's 17 to six and you're feeling good about yourself. You know, that kind of a score mm-hmm. because my buddy, number 35 okay. coming in, John Kelly from Los Angeles coming John in. Kelly. John Kelly with a huge, I don't know who said the number, the amount of money he's giving me. Uh, he jumped oh. in, in the, uh, in the, in the pool. He's Irish. He's from Boston. I hung out with him years ago. Um, he sings, uh, I left my heart in San Francisco karaoke better than any man. Swear to guy sings one song. Goes, he's the guy, me and my buddy are singing nine songs, jumping around. He doesn't sing all night, sings one song. I left my heart in San Francisco. The girls go crazy. The place comes down. Everybody goes nuts. And he, you know, he's like the Trent Dilfer. Of uh, karaoke, and uh, but R.I.P. He, he, Tony Bennett. <laughs> he also he also watches the like he listens to the podcast, but then finally he's like, ah, because Pat Volkmer is also his buddy, so he's like, God. I got to match Pat at least. Um, <sighs> so he joined in. He's number thirty five. So now listen, we're looking for number thirty six. Which was that? We had is that Cone? Who's thirty six? That's Coney. Yeah, Cone. Thirty five uh, would be Musina, I would assume. Right. That, so Coney was thirty six. Also, I think Mark Haynes on the Giants was number thirty six. Defensive back in the eighties. Oh, going uh, back, you know, back. And uh, listen, thirty six. That's how it is. So we now have an even number. I mean, an odd number, but an even number. A nice solid thirty five Patreon members. Writing it up here at Shea. <laughs> so listen, anytime we add a Patreon member. And I know uh, the, the, the thousands of people that are listening at home right now at a one o'clock on a Tuesday. Uh, they are enjoying the fact that uh, Jimmy's doing well with his Patreon. And that's very important to me, which brings us to uh, a very important sponsor for many reasons. Big news coming out of absolute eyewear. That's right. 42 Main Street, Woodbridge, New Jersey, 732-326-3937. Now, it's owned by Craig and John Ean, but there's big news. Mm. I was out with Janine Friday at an event, and um, all of a sudden, I thought I heard her say, Charles Oakley's kids came into the store. That's what I thought I heard. (laughs) Turns out, she didn't say that. She just Mm. said that we're now covering, we now have Oakley's sunglasses for kids obviously they're a oh. name of the kid brand so um, how many how many beers deep were they when okay, she told you I, that I, I wasn't that deep in <laughs> beers but i i then realized that it's much cooler if you just say charles oakley brought his kids into the store so i agree from here on uh just telling john Aiden, if you're listening at the store right now uh we not only is it you know uh charles oakley comes right now it's just charles oakley. they also have still have charles oakley uh coming mm-hmm. to the store but sometimes he brings his kids and uh, they, they're full-service opticians, prescription eyewear. They got everything, eye exams, glasses for the kids and the Oakley kids getting involved. <laughs> um, and they also have Ray-Ban coach Ralph Lauren, Dave Sturcio's Jimmy Choo. But I got to stop right there. I got to stop right there. Very sad news may be happening here, Dave. Very sad news. They're not losing that. Jimmy Choo, are they? There's a possibility. Oh God, that Jimmy Choo never go there be, again. What are you Jimmy, talking? About? Jimmy Choo <laughs> could be left out. A player to be named later. Maybe they'll get you know Lee May. To I gotta come ask in. you though, just based off of that that advertisement right here. Uh, <laughs> let me just try to clear it up there. 
That is that's got to be one. That's got to be Craig's son. That's Craig's kids. Yes. Oh my god, the jeans are strong oh, over yeah, there absolutely. in the Michigan. They look family. just like them. They, and, and oh listen, my god, they got know, a matter of back fact. They school came, lens kids free two pair for ninety nine dollars. Listen, the kids are great. I knew the apple did not fall far from the tree because no. we went. They went to a softball practice and both of them struck out a lot. <laughs> both of them hit bombs over four hundred feet. And both of them caught every ball, but it bounced off your face, your head, your mm. shoulder. So they're, they're ready to go. They're prime. My <laughs> sister's going to go, why are you throwing Craig's kids under the bus? I'm teasing. Craig's kids are they're adorable. They're good kids, too. Um, anyway, so go to Absolute Eyewear. They're open five days a week. And uh, 732-326-3937. Go hang out with Charles Oakley's kids. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and maybe he put on my glasses. As a matter of fact, Charles Oakley's, I think, one of the opticians that works there as well. He works there part time. He did, can't go did, to the garden. They kick him out too? Did yeah, you can't go too? to the garden. That's it. <laughs> maybe Craig's going to kick Charles Oakley out. There you go. Um, but also, don't forget they have Silhouette, Michael Coz, Vogue, Maui Jim, and of course, the ones that she gave me, Costa Del Mar. Mm. Jimmy Plumbo sporting the Costa Del Mar hanging. Look at Sam Grasso chiming in over here. Hey. I missed the last two shows. Dude, they're available. Re-listen to them. Yeah, man. We need now, the downloads. Uh, listen, Jim, would you say that uh, in your rant uh, with that, with the, the branding, do you say Burberry? Burberry? Yeah. Yeah, how do you, well, let me. Uh, do you say that? And like, I, I, for some reason, I'm drawing a blank. Do you say Burberry? No, right? In the, in the ad? In the ad. There's no Burberry there. Costa I, I, Del Mar. Got, I got Burberry glasses there, so. Just, you know what? Listen, uh, Janine, please call saying? me. Do you have Burberry <laughs> tackle? You know what? That would be better. Bob Shepard at Giant Stadium. Burberry. Spilled by Burberry and Taylor. <laughs> I'll That's have to switch. Perfect. I have to do a whole different I know, read gonna, that, Yeah, that, it's going to be. It's going to throw you off maybe, your game. Maybe we'll get rid of Charles Oakley. He never won a championship with the Knicks anyway. So we'll get <laughs> I'll, I'll very easily dump on, uh, on Charles Oakley. No, I like Charles Oakley. I met him a couple times. All right. Well, listen, uh, Friday. I went to a funeral. My, my cousin Joey's wife, Sue, dad passed away. And we had to repass. And uh, we ended up at the Woodbridge Brewery getting out. Uh, that was, let me tell you something. I, first of all, that place has been like 11 different names uh, growing up. People I, I know it as JJ Biddings. Yeah, whatever. No, I didn't go there. I went there once. I didn't like it. So I never went back. But now it's a whole new thing. It's like, you know. It's nice. Uh, I like it. Uh, the, the the beers were good. Uh, the, uh, first of all, everybody there knew me from beer league. I was like, what am I? What am I? What is this like fan appreciation day here in Shea? They knew uh, you're on the flyer. <laughs> but 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 here's how you know a business must be tight with the mayor. You're outside, but in order to get to the bathroom, you got to go like outside on the curve, like into the general bump. So if you want to go piss, you're drinking beer at a brewery. Uh, honey, I got to go to the bathroom. Where are you going? I just have to go into downtown Woodbridge for a little bit, make a left and Carteret. <laughs> I come back through Keesby, and then uh, I get into the bathroom. It's the a, worst. I did. I did a, find that. I do find that a little weird. And they got you're walking on a public street. And you're the public street like, some guys walking her uh, daughter in a stroller. And I, I come out with you know, barely getting involved here. I. But yeah, it was uh, a little weird. The food is the food was good. We had a good time. Uh, also, a shout out. I had a duck in. I got a phone call, an old friend of my dad's, Pat Tanzola from Springwood, New Jersey. And also he was on my paper route back in 1981 here at Chase. I know it's great. It's, I love fan appreciation day on my show, <laughs> but Pat Tanzola is not feeling so good. He's over in the hospital in New Brunswick. I went to go visit him. Uh, there was nobody there, but I was able to write something on a pad so he could see it. Uh, I wish him the best. Hope he gets back healthy soon, but we did have fun at the brewery. Bunch of people were there. My friend Robin Baldante, 
Uh, by the way, I love calling girls that I know from high school. I never call them by their married name. She's been married like 45 years now or mm-hmm. something like that. But like, she's Robin Boldante. But her name, I guess, is Robin Tilton. And I was able to uh, met her, her husband, John, was there. Great guy. He's, he owns a construction company. I told him I'd give him a shout out. Tilton Construction on LBI. Now, Dave, I can how much tell you. That, how much did that cost him? Okay. <laughs> by the way, he, he's out of your league already. You ever go to LBI and you saw like in the 70s a little little shitty little uh, little shack, and you're like, oh, look at that little adorable little bungalow. Then you go back two summers later, and you go, oh, my God, did like did the Jeters move here? What is that? <laughs> Seven-car garage, mm. elevators, the, those spiral staircases with an on-deck looking at the ocean. So if, you, if you're in that like huge, huge home range, well, John Tilton's your guy. He's one of the best contractors out there. Now, I kid around because I was busting his balls. Because my dad was in construction. We were talking about the little jobs you got to do for people. So even though he does build those monstrosities here at Shea, he also does the little Rod Carew base hits. He needs something done. He takes care. But he also knows the town. He never leaves. He never goes back over the bridge. I told him, you only come out here for funerals and uh, and, uh, and weddings. You never go back. He's he's an LBI guy. Never likes to leave there. But he was a great guy. We had a lot of laughs talking about doing jobs with people and customers being wacky and stuff. Um, and every Friday, look for his uh, co- trucks because the uh, he has a bunch of the workers meet in front of wherever job he's at. They meet, have a little uh, little happy hour on Friday. They just to corroborate and stuff like that. So we had a lot of laughs about that. Um, it's like so Sam's Tilton our could, Sam's our, uh, our residential electrician over here at shop. So Sam does little jobs and favors for us too. There you go. That's <laughs> a kind of guy. But you know, give that look up Tilton Construction if you're looking to do something with your house at LBI. If you have one, I know in Ramsey. First of all, if you don't have a house. In LBI and you live in Ramsey, you're like, oh, you don't have a house in LBI. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I know. If I ever won the lottery, I will live, I'll live in Spring Lake, and you do not want to play face Spring Lake in the first round of the tournament, that new no. game on Thursday. Mm-mm. Here we go. Spring Lake against LBI. Fans are on their feet here. Of course, Jimmy Plumbo is here early because he only had to get off an exit 98 <laughs> while you jerk off down on LBI have to go all the way down to 163. And choose between LBI or Pemberton. That joke is funny to eight people. If you get that joke, you get that joke. I think you went a little, uh, you went higher. <laughs> 63. It's 63, not 163. 163. I live off 163. That's 100 miles on the park. But yeah, go ahead. Leave on a Friday at four o'clock. Try to get to LBI. Yeah, you'll get there Sunday morning. That's right. It's like going to Cape May. I drove home from Cape May once on Memorial Day weekend. Took me six and a half hours. I was like, ah. This, I was ready to walk home. I was ready. I was ready to start forest fires down there just to get like people <laughs> off the road. It's another funny joke. All right. But anyway, so I had some fun hanging out with people. Jay Bird was there. Craig, my cousin Joey and Sue and a bunch of others. Um, Liz, Liz texted me. Yeah, she was there. <laughs> she, she was. Uh, she goes, come to the brewery. Was, and I'm she, like, uh, I don't know. I, she goes, I was like, what are you with Ash? She's like, no, I'm with Jimmy. I was like, ah, Jimmy already hit me up. <laughs> I was like, I'm over it by now. First of all, she clearly was drinking Tito's, but yeah. she was smiling at me. I'm like, oh, who's that cute girl? She's a little cutie. I'm like, who's that cute girl? And she keeps on smiling. I'm like, wait a minute. Girls don't smile at me for like 10 <laughs> minutes. That, usually this, oh, they, but, and, and I knew they weren't like women aren't big fans of beer league either. So, like, so she was, oh my God. Right now, Dave, those of you listening on audio, <laughs> Dave drinks this. It looks like, a, I don't know. It looks like it's something a, you, it's just a gallon. If, you know what it looks like? No, no. It looks like, 
What you're drinking water out of looks like I'm in the middle of a story talking about a hot chick, and you're drinking. It looks like something you attach to a grill when you tailgate, and it like and, and and the grill can run for four hours. You do not need that much water. That's Listen, the most ridiculous thing water. I've ever seen in my life. Um, I'm parched. <laughs> parched. Okay, what'd you do last Saturday? Watch the Yankees. But uh, more on that later. Mm. Um, anyway, so she was there, and I walked over and said hello to the mayor. And then all of a sudden, uh, that's it. That's the joke. <laughs> Sam Grasso. You know what? I'm so glad I did. That's the joke I was trying to say. I couldn't think of. It looks like a water cooler in the office. That's a much. <laughs> first of all, thing, I got to yeah. give a clap. Funniest joke in the last month and a half on my show is Sam Grasso <laughs> texting it in. Now, here's what's funny about Sam. He's got three kids getting ready to go to college, so he's broke. And he can't give me three dollars for Patreon, but he comes in <laughs> and hits a huge three on a on a better wow. job. Listen, calling Sam out on his listen, financial wow, woes absolutely. right now. Absolutely, <laughs> but you know what, Sam? You know what, Sam? I, I you know what I I think what he just wrote there. I should give him three dollars a month. I, I really was just gonna that. say he, you owe so. him. I, I, you know what, Sam? You got to go on Patreon right now. Uh, I, 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 well, listen, I'll be on. The question is, when your kids graduate college, will I still be doing the show? The over and under is no. But uh, I knew Sam would laugh at that. He's a jerk off. I knew he'd laugh. That's funny enough. Your best line ever. I got Looks like a water cooler at the office. There so you go. I gotta, listen, speaking of Patreon, I got a text from my father uh, Friday. Or, or was it Friday? He said something about, hey, my, my credit card got hacked. And I know your Patreon goes through this week. So if it does, it dec- I'm like, damn, that, that oh conversation you have to have. And then the the greatness of his soul, because he's the, the greatest man I've ever known. And he texts me today. He goes, hey, did it go through? And I was like, I know, that's yeah, what, Pop, that's went through. Best. This, he's, that's the the best. he's the best. I, my mother has not gone through. Because every time I go to her house, <laughs> my mother hasn't paid since April. So my, the only one not paying now. My Mom, you owe me twelve dollars. My, my, my mother's done a little bit for me on the side on our little side business I have with wow. my mother. However, oxymagic. <laughs> so, um, and it's embarrassing that my brother's even on my Patreon, but uh, I still got some family members not on Patreon. <laughs> yeah, you're only up to eighteen you know, Columbos listen, out of the thirty-five. That's why you know what? Listen, every time there's a family event now, I, I always show up with bells on because you never know. I could get another three dollars. You know what you should do. You should get a Jimmy Palumbo shirt, like wear one of your shirts, but on the back have a scan code thing and have just people just scan your. Oh, that's a great idea. Why don't we do that? On my Patreon, scan me. Scan me. You want to check out the show? Cost you three dollars. There we go. I love. Now you do know that I read. I read somewhere online. Okay, clearly, this show is going to go over. I read something online that said that three dollars is good, but if you if you raise it to four, like you lose customers. <laughs> it's like, what what are we yeah, doing? We got it all figured out. The oh, algorithms like, are all the just algorithm here. But no, big shout out, of course, to my boy Johnny Kelly, and that's where that goes. So, um, where are we now? Um, oh, which brings us to. <laughs> Your friend and mine. There's so many friends and mine here, Shane. Mm. Cornholelevel.com. That's right. We're in the middle of the summer. And again, if you go to a party and someone's got a shitty cornhole board set up, Dave, can't have that. Mm-mm. Like your kids are big jet fans. You would not want to have a nice jet <laughs> cornhole board set up. And all, next thing you know, yeah, you got to get it leveled. And this guy, Mike Caprio, came up with the cornhole leveler. At cornholelevel.com. You hook the thing on there. Here it is, right here. It's shaved. It's a little board, goes right on there. There it is. You just hook it on there. You hook it right into your cornhole. No. And next thing you know, it's the Rutgers thing. That's they just got the official uh 
Bro, Jimmy. your whole advertisement is on that board. I just realized that you have all Jimmy these... Palumbo show. It's all there. Here wow. we go. Look at that. Look at that good thing. Hurry up. He just re-upped. Cornhole level is going to be with us. It's 19.95. You get a 20% off the uh, the uh, the whole order, the entire order. Whoa. If you put in JP show as mm. his super coupon, um, and that's what it's going to be. We're going to be at the Rutgers game handing some of these things out. Uh, oh, Pat Volkmer chiming in. I'm actually oh, God. What, what are the uh, yeah, your Pat, favorite? Go back person? to bed. <laughs> go back okay, to bed, Pat. Like, bed. I'm not dealing with you right now. Go back to bed. Do you realize this is the funniest thing? I booked this gig in Long Island, right? And Pat lives in LA, but he's from Long Island. He's coming home this weekend on the same exact weekend while I'm shooting a film in Long Island, not just in Long Island, right next to his hometown. It would be like, it would be like literally uh, I'm shooting in Matawan and you're in Chop Sports in Matawan. So I'll be seeing Pat Volkmer. Um, look at <laughs> Godspeed. Look at this. Louis Vichadomini. $3. I'm shaking getting shaken down. down and Louis involvement. <laughs> That's because, you know, Louis, me and you go way back. It's just, see, see, Sam Grasso's. You got to lure them in. You know what I mean? Mm. And then I'll just keep on mentioning his name every week, which he loves to hear. And uh, anyway, so I'm doing like four ads. Patreon, Cornhole. What is going on? All here? over the place. And let's, let's, let's be clear. I, I know you said middle of the summer. But the cornhole season is just getting ramped up with football tailgates, all that stuff. There's going to be a lot more stuff there. Yes, and this is the perfect gift. It's only nineteen ninety five. Plus, you get twenty percent off. I should figure out exactly what that is right now. I got the calculator right here. So nineteen ninety five <laughs> times twenty percent tax. Ah, you saved three ninety nine here at Shea. That's on just I by putting never, in, JB, in a million years. These spent things are only six, sixteen dollars a piece. You'll be the king of your tailgate. Um, and just think in like, if you play cornhole for three weeks, you're ranked, you'd be ranked in the top 20 nationally. Yeah. Uh, we, were, we were in a discussion. What's the easiest game to learn how to play pickleball cornhole. And someone said bowling. I was like, Oh, good one. Uh, mm. They all, they all revolve around drinking. At least I drink after pickleball. Anyway, uh, I still think pickleball. you can't drink during pickleball. Well, you know, you take a break. Somebody's always got a cooler over there. Yeah, a little oh, cocktail. That's, that's rough. I mean, you're moving, running back and forth. You'd be fucking, I'd be all know, over the place. Sometimes I mean, you just got to, you know, if you're a little stressed out, you cut the edge a little bit. <laughs> anyway. Down, down a couple points. Cornholelevel.com. Go check it out. JP Sports. Sport. Sports, I guess. Whatever the hell it is. Just call the guy. He'll give you the 20% off. <laughs> and that's it. Now, in other news here from the Omni, um, I played softball on Sunday. No, let me start a little. Played pickleball this weekend. But I, I actually, we did something called drilling because I'm on this new all-state pickle league. I got kicked out of this league last year for not being available. Uh, <laughs> I, all of a sudden, I became Giancarlo Stanton. And uh, now I'm in the league, but it's a 3-5 league, which I think I'm a 3-5. What does, I'm, that I'm a, what does that mean to the common like man? It's like where your rank, where your, what your skill level is. I'm a solid 3-5. I'm an inconsistent 4-0. That's what I'm willing to say. Um, and 15-year uh, band. Troy Chavarro for threes. Got it. A lot of, a lot of my listeners are hitting threes. I love it. Mm. Um, I played pickleball, but we had to do what you know, the guy who runs the league, uh, runs our team, he wanted to do drilling. It was, first of all, it was 190 degrees. Okay. And we had to, Sunday at noon, the sun was beating down on me. And we were doing like drills. And I'm like... 
the star players don't practice. Like, what do you? This is like you I know. Would say, I would say what Artie said practices for, but I can't smell the can't face say, of the earth. If you go and be, there's a line about practicing in beer league. Uh, go quoted, go look it up. Greatest line maybe of the movie outside ever. of Jimmy's. Little inappropriate, um, <laughs> but uh, you know. Then we started playing the games, and that's when I you know had to turn up the gas a little. There he goes with the fucking water cooler again. Why Dave, the I water don't cooler. Man. Search you. It's not like I'm. Not like I I'm love like, you. No, you try to sneak it in when when I'm like talking about. Right, it's a podcast after all. So like I figured, okay, where's my opening? Here's my opening. He's talking about being shitty at pickleball, so I'm here. And now they want me to become certified. Oh, I, like, do I instruct? And I'm like, I don't I'm a professional. They want me. I got to drive to like Hartford, Connecticut for a weekend and become certified for what? I've, I'm already kicking your ass and you're certified. You, I, I think it should. the certification should be, I beat your ass. You suck. I'm certified over you. I don't, what, who am I going to teach? A bunch of old ladies. This is a pickleball. Commonly known as a wiffle ball with more holes. This is the easiest thing you're ever going to do. This is easier than washing dishes, for Christ's sake. Um, anyway, so I did that and then I'm sweating my ass off and I forgot I had a softball game playoff game with the port with the pot bellies. So dude, I'm out for two and a half hours. Multi-sport today. You're Deion Sanders over here. I showed up. I should have, I should have told the coach we we were short guys. And, uh, of course I was three for three on the day with two RBIs. However, I was four for six in the last two weeks. I mean, you're you're picking it up. I'm starting to come around. I'm feeling, of course the season's over now. We got smoke. (laughs) But here's the, here's the problem. Here's the biggest problem. We only had three outfielders. So I had to play right field. The the gap against, against a playoff team that was ranked way ahead of us. I'm roaming in right field, okay, <laughs> with with a thick, uncut grass on one of these fields. And uh, guys were hitting them down the line in the gap. I just couldn't get over there in time. It's going to go all the way to the wall. I, was I, like, could, I, I could just hear, like, I wish – you know what? We have the technology, and I can do it for you one day. I gotta mic you up, and I gotta good. have you in, in the in the in the outfield, and I can just hear well, I'm like playing. I'm playing. Like, I can just hear like ping, and he's just like, oh. yeah. <laughs> you, know, just, you know, you're not getting there, but like you're gonna try anyway, and you just can hear the breath and like. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I will tell you this: two, two things happen that are funny. The one guy dropped a lazy fly ball, and he was like, ah, I was going to my left. I'm like, dude, I was like, if you notice with me, I'm slow. I can't get to any balls. But if there's a lazy fly to me, I catch it and throw it in. It's like, right. it's like, there's never, never an issue. But my, the center fielder, this guy, Timmy Sullivan, is my electrician too. Good guy. They, there was a ball in the gap, and I thought it was hit right at him, but it clearly was in between us. <laughs> they, I didn't even, I took, the ESPN put a graphic up. I took six centimeters towards center field to go get the ball. And then I saw him digging and I'm like, oh, he'll, he'll get there. He'll get there. He'll get there. And then you're doing the, you're doing the math. You're doing the ball and track. I'm doing, track, the ball. Track, I'm doing, track, like, track. I'm doing oh, my shit. own algorithm. Wait right. a minute. So the ball bounces in front of him, uh, but like right even when he has to go get it, throws it in. But then our, our second baseman very casually, we, he held the guy to a triple. The second baseman just goes, ah, a little effort there by Palumbo. <laughs> like, so Tim looks at me and goes, yeah, at first I was I was afraid I was going to run into you. And then I realized you were miles away from me. I was like, <laughs> I'm 58 years old. I don't run. I don't dig. We were down 13 to two. I'm in the fifth inning, sweating my balls off. However, a friend of mine, I'm playing on their corporate team. 
a friend of mine actually came to see to recruit me to see if I was any good. I was, I was like, are you kidding me? I was three for three. And then here's the best part. Line of the week. I, I, this is the name of the show. I come in. She's like, oh, yeah, you're pretty good. <laughs> she says, can you play first? <laughs> she, she saw the lack of range in the outfield. All she said was, can you play first? I said, I said fat yes, and I lazy. What, what, first base? <laughs> first okay. baseman, yes. Oh, my God. Of course, the team we play on during the during the, uh, the trading deadline, we are <laughs> stacked with first basemen and DHs. I mean, every, every year, the first place team, if they're looking for a, a key first baseman or a DH, we have them all. We have no shortstops, no the center ta- The talent pool is just, <laughs> it's just out there. Oh, my God. So funny. Players. People come to recruit. I said, just watch the movie. You know, I'm going to bet 706. Which brings us to... <laughs> I love my I, even my segues. I, I need a producer. I want. I need to have someone like over there telling me what to do because I always say, "Which brings us to." Listen, I know it's summertime and your carpets are filthy. I, I need. I need this number. Do not let me forget it. <laughs> I got to get this from you for real. I, will, I said. Uh, I said to my wife. I said, "Look." I was like, "By the way," uh, she's like, "She tells me the other day." She's like, right, "We got to get these carpets." Like when these guys are done with the bathroom, we got to get the carpets done. I was like, "Well, I know a guy." <laughs> That's right, because you know what? Why? If you need your carpets clean, oxymagicusa.com. Now, that's O-X-Y, magicusa.com. That's right. This place is great. They're not your traditional carpet and cleaning method. They're great. They don't drag the hoses through the house. Uh, drying time is one to two hours. I think it's more like three hours, if you ask me, but we'll cut that one close right there. Oxymagic has green seal and EPA, safer choices, so your kids aren't going to be, although it's a green seal which means if you get your carpets done, your son, a green seal, oh, J-E-T-S, mm, Jets, yeah, Jets, mm. Jets. Um, <laughs> the products are all certified. They do wall-to-wall carpetings, area rugs, upholstery. They even do tile and grout and all that stuff, which I'm sure Dave needs. And um, yeah. they have 80 locations nationwide. I'm sure they got one down there. I'll find out for you. Mm-hmm. OxymagicUSA.com. They're also offering... And again, Dave and I, in three years, we both might be doing this, uh, offering 0% company financing for any new you're be, location. You're owner. being uh, very gracious. I feel like this is going to happen around November. <laughs> okay. That's right. But listen, if you go to, if me and Dave go to OxyMagic USA and sign up for US 0% financing, we will do the podcast live. We'll bring two machines to each house so we can banter back and forth while we it's like a proton pack for the ghost buzzer, yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly right. What a great idea. We do the podcast with the <laughs> good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Jones house here in downtown Manalba. <laughs> Vacuums won't quiet down for nothing. <laughs> we gotta talk loud here because we are under some duress. There was a couple of shitty spills in the kids' room, <laughs> but here we we'll give full play by play. And Dave's grabbing the stuff to spray on the stain here. One has to wonder if they got any spaghetti in their mouth on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> this place is filthy. We'll be right back. So again, go to go talk to uh Tom the Mayo. Good guy. I haven't seen you in a while, Tom. You don't come to the pickle courts. Why? Because I'm good now and I'll crush you. Um, and your wife, we really actually we just want to have your wife come there. We don't need you there. Uh, go go talk to Tom and Natalie. Oxymagicusa.com. They're really good. Um, that's O X Y. Why? Because we like you. Oxymagic USA. And uh, what is this? Caprio, can I get my carpets clean and not have and not have Caprio wants to get a cop carpet clean and we don't come to his house. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know what's great about my sponsors? 
there's like an ant. Like, I think it's like they mock me out, and I'm we like we do all we do is bash each other, and you're my sponsors. It's the end. It's the unad kind of thing. That's how mm. I roll. Caprio thinks he knows everything. He doesn't know shit. Uh, but go check out OxymagicUSA.com. Matter of fact, Dave Sturcher will be calling up Tom after the show. I'm going to text yes. you with his number. Yes. And you got to act like you're restrained. You got to act like yeah. A no, I'm like, hey, listen, I heard you hey, on this really I listen to this podcast. killer show. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because that'll be it. All right, so Oxy Magic USA. Now, we, the Yankees. Um, skip on over. <laughs> no, no I, 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 normally, yes. I, I agree with you on skipping the Yankees. Um, but did, okay, did Aaron Boone do community theater when he was younger? I, what he did last night, he, I, uh, he looks, first of all, he looks like, I would love to, I would love to talk to his wife. Is everything okay at home? He looks like someone who is like, I can't believe how shitty we are. First of all, the Yankees, they don't play defense. They never make – did you see the play in the first base for me? It really killed the bases loaded. No, I don't want to The guy dove to the line like he came up, ran to the bag. This, the Yankees, the players, they don't have position players. They're all over the place. They, really they got up. The Yankees got up with the bases loaded eleven times last night, as far as I'm concerned. They left eighteen and each, runners on base the other night. Eighteen. Yeah, they, the leaving guy. They stink. Stanton's been shitty. Even Judge isn't that good. Uh, the only guy, Torre, uh, with not Torre, uh, IKF and uh, Glaber are actually hitting the ball fairly well. But they have all these guys. They come up. They just hacking away. They stink. Yeah, there he is. There's Aaron Boone. Um, he just looked. He just looked like a fool. I love I love our technology here. It's like, but um, it's just so st- like he's. It, it, it just looks I like thought a- last night was like a almost like a last ditch effort to show the fan base like, hey, I'm still fighting for this team. No, no, uh, you're not. You're and, actually and, trying to get out of there faster uh, the way, than the rest of the crew. They're five and a half games out of the wild card. I I just I just, you would think uh, this team is thirty games under five hundred the way we all treat it, but they're actually like four games over five hundred, which is kind of weird. Um, but but look, I'm just gonna address real quick. Sam Grasso coming in says Mattingly manager Jeter GM. These are all fantasy things. You know, these are all things that no, the fans well, are like, this would be great. No, no, no. It wouldn't be great because if Mattingly comes in there and they, sh- they stink just as bad as they do. Mattingly's legacy is torched and people are going like, I'll get fucking Don Mattingly out of here. You know, all of a sudden you hate Don Mattingly. And if Jeter doesn't spend the money, like Steve Cohen spends the money, which by the way, that all blew up in his face anyway. But, if he doesn't spend the money, oh, Jeter's a cheap ass. He don't give a shit about the team. Like, what are we talking about? No, no, you're just all, setting yourself up for failure first as a fan all, base. I believe, I believe Derek Jeter will be involved with the Yankee organization. I do. I don't know if he'll be GM. It. I think he'll be involved. I do. I just don't know GM. But first of all, Mattingly, uh, what did he do as a manager? I don't remember. Does he have a Dodgers, winning record? I guess, were his best. Uh, was he a Dodger coach too? Right before yeah, the Marlins. I, I don't think. I, I, you know what? I don't I know, man. So. I, like I'm I said, wrong. I don't think it's. A, I don't think it's a good fit. They. I think they need a young manager who's. Well, that's uh, what Aaron Boone is technically comparable no, to everybody no, I else. Want, I want a guy like I want a younger guy. Aaron go get me Boone's Joe Madden. Go get me fucking. Go get me the dude from yeah, Cleveland not, who thought the know, fight the other day was funny. Uh, <laughs> oh my! Did you see that knockout blow oh, by the guy? Oh, oh, that boy was asking for it. Oh, <laughs> I tell you right he, now. But you know, see how he squared up with the Bro, fist up and everything. And that's the thing. This guy has come out on record publicly and said that he's like, just the next Jackie Robinson and shit. Like, what are we talking what about here? Uh, now you get. Sp- Barked that second oh, base, got, and it was the greatest thing you've seen. But I didn't think what was the guy sliding in pissed about? What did the guy do wrong? I don't know. I think it they're both like they jerks. 
Right. They've had a little uh, bit of a beef, you know, going into yes. that. Uh, next, we'll, we'll get out of baseball. Mets and please, Yankees stink. Please. Thank um, <laughs> soccer. What? <laughs> uh, it's over. It's over, it's over. Um, You know what? Couldn't have happened to a better Everybody, group of girls. <laughs> I can't believe how many people hate the women's soccer team. It's not um, even that. They're just unlikable. They're unlikable yeah, people. But you know what, though? I, I, I laugh. I know you're not supposed to. Whatever you do to make the, the public hate you. But, you know, there have been stars over the years. One you might know is pretty big name, Muhammad Ali. Um, they did things political and they lost a lot of their fan base. But in the end, captured them back and not necessarily were that wrong. So um, I, I'm a little bit on the fence on this because part of me says you're playing for. But Muhammad Ali was an individual. He wasn't boxing for his nation. So he could do whatever he wants. But when you're, I think when you're playing for the USA team, you do have to do a little decorum, put your hand over your heart, stand for the national anthem. But if you want to publicly have issues with things going on in the government, yeah, you can do that. But I don't think it should be during, like you know, if you go on Merv Griffith, you can uh, Merv Griffith, you can you can go on, you go on, you know, or if you're doing a guest spot on Barnaby Jones, you can you can you can wear your political hat, but. I think when you're playing soccer with the USA and it's every four years, I- I'm not so sure. Either way, they weren't good enough. <laughs> they never score. They don't have the offensive talent. Um, and they uh, were this 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 season was Rocky three. Right. They were they were like glitz and glam, and here we are. We're the women. We're the U.S. women's team. Nobody could touch uh, us. And Clubber Lang came in there and beat them up, <laughs> and that was it. And, and you also have uh, that uh, what's her name, Megan uh, uh, the. One with the, the short hair. One. She she missed she missed her. She missed. Can't, I, I listen. I'm not a can't soccer miss player. That. And then the I'm other never, girl I could never be. They, a they had the, if you watch the the kicks. Goal is this big? They had the lead. <laughs> Have you ever stood in front of a, a legit soccer goal? Yeah. It's the size of Rawway. Right. <laughs> it's like yeah, Rapinoe. That's the girl's name. Um, and she missed that kick, which she supposedly doesn't miss much. Those. And then the other girl missed, and then the other one just how close was the goal? And that's what made it worse. Rapino put it into the. 15th row he, so the other girl and then the girl the goal that won it was like bouncing around i thought it was, i thought she made the save but uh, troy bold bro she missed he, on purpose was she uh, nigel gruff uh, oh, that's so funny <laughs> that's a funny joke too that's not as good as the water cooler joke but you're right there matter of fact troy that's very funny but i don't see you on my patreon either and palombo <laughs> is fighting back here judge ramirez has it 117 113 troy tomorrow but the Mexico City judge has it all tied here. <laughs> um, anyway, I, I just, first of all, you know, anybody was watching soccer at 5 a.m. <laughs> You're know, psycho in itself. Probably people getting ready for work, but I'm just going to bed. Um, uh, we got, um, now, you're going to hate me for this because you're all locked in. Mm. Let's discuss how awful in every way preseason football is i should they shouldn't televise these first games there's first of all it's every team has players from Rutgers playing in the first game you just there's have guys to take running it around. what it is it's, you, no it's awful and it's portrayed as like you know it's awful it should be scrimmages they should just run like down and outs and like have the ball um it's 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 awful in every way um the, the jet game last week i knew three players on the field um you know, I, I just I also don't like the hype, the giant stuff. Um, I did hear Chris Carlin, voice of the Rutgers Mixed Scarlet Knights. He has, he has he's like, anybody want to make a bet that the Giants could be one in five? And I'm thinking, no way. And then he rattled up the schedule and I went, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you one thing. 
I'll make a prediction. If the Giants, here's my prediction. If the Giants are four and two at the end of the first six games, they'll win the division easy. That's how tough their first six games are, man. Well, first I don't think all, I don't see it. I just it, secured my tickets for September the 10th, week one. Cowboys coming in. They're gonna spark those boys. They could they so. could. They very much could. Now, Rutgers, I've been trying not to read the articles. Uh, preseason because I I I'm tired. I'm 58. This is my 40th year as a Rutgers fan. You believe this? I arrived on campus in 1983 on Labor Day weekend for threes. Got him. And I lived on Livingston. I became really big basketball fan because I had everybody, all the players lived on Livingston, and the football guys too. And 40 years, we've had two and a half good seasons. I I'm a beaten man. I can't read these same or. If I was a sports writer for the Star Ledger, I'd be like, oh, honey, it's Rutgers time. So easy. I'm just going to go back to like 11 years ago, just do a cut and paste, <laughs> put the new names in. Because everything's maybe, might, hope. What if it's the same thing? And even though I, I know we're going to be better than we were last year, I really, I really, I don't know if our record's going to be better, but we will be a better product on the field. I'm, I'm pretty, but like four or five wins that's it we're not going six and six who you open up against you know on top of your head northwestern that's at home at home and we play temple and then virginia tech okay that could be three and oh and then we have i think now i think we play rawway and then uh, four and oh and then that team from ohio comes in um and that'll do it (laughs) and i was also reading about the team i think is going to be awesome this year is penn state I think Penn State is going to be in the championship four. They are stacked, man. I've been they're recruiting the last three years. There is no one is shitty that starts. Like, there's no like, oh, two-star guy. We coached him up. No, there's like five star guys that got coached down to four star guys. Okay? Including your friend and mine, Michael they Parsons. Are, that's a, <laughs> former yeah, Nittany Lion. Former Nittany Lion, who, you know, my cousin John still says he only made tackles after the guy got 10 yards, no, which no. I love to say about it. But uh, he didn't play long enough, but he's a good person. Although they say he's up for the MVP, defensive MVP this year. I mean, he's been runner-up two years in a row. So. Yeah, two years, but you know what? The NFL every year. You don't get yeah, always, it, that. Yeah. First of all, MVP is a quarterback NFL, award. NFL means not for long. So, you know, nobody gets better. Uh, that's another thing. You, you agree with me on this? I'm, again, no, about this. I'm not going to agree with you on this. No, no. Yes, yes, you are. In, in, a, in a comment. You're going to say nobody gets better in the NFL? No, but you know what, though? Don't you think, like, if you play linebacker in the NFL, I don't think you do get better. I don't. And running back Parsons, definitely Parsons not has gotten better. better both years, like first year uh, into his second. Uh, now into sudden, his and Parsons limping off here, four twenty five left, and then it's like <laughs> don't you put I that just, evil out there? No, but you know what I mean. No, it's like it, it's like the only people that get better are offensive linemen, and you don't hear about him until you're like he's been there seventeen years. He's alone. You're like, wait a minute, that's the same guy playing left tackle for seventeen mm-hmm. years. He makes hundred ninety million dollars an hour here. Like it's like, <laughs> but everybody else, like defensive backs, don't get better. No way. What are they looking at coverages? You either run a four two or you don't. And as you get older, it goes four two and a half, four three, four four. Then they move you to free safety. It's like and then, it's like and then Kenny Powers. Out. It's like Kenny Powers is fastballs. It goes like 101, 95, <laughs> 92, 87. You know, you're, you're like Phil Necro on the mound over there. So I, I really don't believe but there's certain positions NFL, you know. Anyway, um I uh uh but the other thing is I'm all over the map here on the show. The Big Ten is expanding. 
Uh, matter of fact, uh, this is news just came out of ESPN. I can't believe this is Yesterday, true. yeah, I believe. The Jimmy Palumbo show is part <laughs> of the Big Ten now. Uh, I, I, we open up with uh, my game one. I'm playing Ohio State. Uh, the point spread is 54 and a half. <laughs> it's just, and my lineup is me, Dave Sturcho, and Chris Gucci lining up against Ohio State on Fox 5. Here we that? go. <laughs> there's, there's 74 teams in the league. Uh, but again, I get. Let me educate. This should be my own. This should be an Instagram post right here. The, there's no such thing as the Big Ten Conference. It's called the Big Ten Network, and it's a, it's a television network. And they have 15 shows, and they air these shows every weekend, and they sell ads for the shows. Nothing to do with academics. Has not, They're they're a television network, and mm-hmm. the Big Ten has some awesome shows. They got like Ohio State show. Penn State show, the Michigan show. Mm-hmm. And of course, they got some horrific shows that they're trying to make better. Rutgers, Northwestern, uh, uh, Indiana, Maryland, all that. They're like the shitty ones that are on like Lifetime Network at Sunday mornings. Okay. <laughs> but they're just a giant network. So people say, why are they taking Oregon or Washington? You know why? Because somebody sitting in an office said, you know, we don't get good ratings in the Northwest. Why don't we take two of those schools? Now we got the Northwest. Now we got the North. They got everything covered. It's all about eyeballs and television. That's all it is. That's all it is. And um, that's what the Big Ten is. I don't blame them. And Rutgers is awful as that they've been. Fuck, Big Ten Network loves Rutgers. They New York market. I'm telling you, buddy of mine is in this business of ads. He's like, Jimmy, Rutgers does great in the New York market. I, I, I'm involved with the ad rates. It's like, but we stink. He goes, yeah, but people watch. People watch. Where meanwhile, the Iowa-Nebraska game, which is the better game, no one's watched that because there's no people that live there. That's why. Mm. So anyway, everybody calm down with the realignments. It'll be better for Rutgers. We don't have to play Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State every year. Um, this weekend, I'm working on a film. It's not under the SAG contract, which I can't believe. I verified it three times. I got a very funny role. I got the role because I worked with one of the guys before, which is always good to do. And I also have a voiceover booking here at Shea on Monday. So Palomo, between the Patreon, Johnny Kelly at 35, and two bookings, although the money, uh, the money I'll probably, uh, the George Washington Bridge will probably set me back in terms of <laughs> profiting by driving out to Long Island for three days. Um, my daughter's back in town here at Shea. Um, she was away down and up and down over in Montauk, which is uh, right next to England. Um, you get <laughs> basically you get on the LIE until you're near death, and then you're at the end. That's how it works. And if there's traffic, you actually die. There's funeral parlors that say if you die on the way to Montauk, you know, uh, just come here and we'll just bury the body right there. Um, which of course I got such a I got such a funny. Do you know who the actor Gary Cooper is? Gary High noon. Would you know that? Oh, I'll have to look him up real quick. Yeah, he's he's a legendary actor from the 30s, 40s, and 50s. Why then? Why on God? But he's famous. He's famous him. though. He's world famous. Gary Cooper. Yeah, you're not your dad, but your dad will know who he is. So one day I'm going out to Montauk, and my father says, "Jimmy." Oh, I know Jimmy. Gary Cooper. Jimmy goes. He goes, Jimmy. Gary Cooper's buried out there. I said, Where that guy buried out there? I know he is. He was buried in L.A., and his wife moved him out in Montauk. I said, Dad, there's no cemeteries in Montauk. So with that, I'm driving. I see it. We're, I'm in traffic, bumper to bumper, right? I look over. I see the cemetery, right? I'm like, that's got to be it. So I get out of the car. I drive into the cemetery. People are beeping. Traffic both ways. I go in there. Now I'm in the cemetery. Now how am I going to find Gary Cooper's grave here, right? So there's a guy like doing, these guys raking up leaves and stuff. I go, hey, uh, you work here? He goes, yeah. I said, is Gary Cooper buried here? <laughs> he goes, Yeah. 
You go down right over there. Right, and he, so with that, Gary Cooper is buried around six feet from the traffic. <laughs> you know, like, so if you're literally, if you're, if you go to McDonald's and you decide to litter and throw your stuff uh, at the cemetery, it lands on Gary Cooper's grave. I'm like, that's this awesome. Is the most, by the way, he played Lou Gehrig in Pride of the Yankees. Sam Gresso lighting it up here. You're, you're like one of those shitty okay, well, I didn't watch Pride of the Yankees either, so relax. <laughs> you never saw that movie? No. About Lou Gehrig? Yes, you have. No, I swear to God. Uh, dude, that's a, you know what? With your kids, that's a must-see. It's a good okay. one. I'll give it you a shot. You know what? Uh, first of all. I, I, <laughs> Patrick Volkmer. Yeah. Yankees Pride. Yankees, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Gary Cooper. <laughs> That's a you did the youth. You, of you know, not for nothing. Did your dad always sound like a like a forties detective? Yeah, Gary Cooper. You see, Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy, he's buried there, and uh, of course he got the town wrong. It wasn't Montauk. It's actually Southampton. But I went there, and people put little people had little like put little things on his grave, and I'm like, oh, the most, one of the most famous actors of all time is sitting here five feet from traffic. Why I told that story, I don't know. You know why <laughs> I find it funny. Which brings me to Chasing Miracles. That's right, the patches. I'm wearing them right on the back here, right underneath the gut, although my gut rubs into my jeans and the patch flies off, so I got to find a different spot. Phototherapy patches here, oh Jay. They use things to stimulate the body's natural healing. You got to try My mother's on them right now. We're trying to avoid her to get some knee surgery and stuff. Her knee's been bothering her. She's all patched up. Uh, I know Chris's girlfriend loves to patch up. Uh, makes you feel better about yourself, reactivating your body's own stem cells. You got to get these things. They also have hydration packs. You got to go to chasingmiracles.com. Talk to Tommy and Donna. Uh, Do Donna does the business, but Tommy explains like how your life's going to be changed and all that stuff. So I'm sticking to it. And they're one of my fine sponsors here at Shea. Chasingmiracles.com. It'll make you feel like a young stick, like a young right-hander. Although I'm not going to be like the big hurt and say like, and she'll even like it too. No, she'll be like, yeah. she'll be like, wait, what, 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 a, what a weird end to a commercial. Creepy. Yeah. The creepiest, <laughs> creepiest like, thing your ever. Your strength will be up and your, you know, oh, your think, body fat will be down. And then all of a sudden you're like, and you're going to drill your wife just as good. Uh, like, oh, all okay. I think, all I think is like, first of all, his nickname is the big hurt. I just think of this <laughs> big, this big man just cracking his wife <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know I mean? it's like, hey, come on, like it too. Keep, like, keep oh thinking, she'll God. like it too. Frank, Jesus. Oh my God. Uh, real quickly, <sighs> as we get towards the end of this uh, short show here, I um, actually, we're not even that long yet. I, I started watching, you know what show? I, I started watching that show, Suits. It's on Netflix. I heard now. good things. I've just not, I've not given it the time of day yet. First of all, uh, it's like Billions Light. Okay. Um, it's uh, I and, and and Megan Markle. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm sorry, Megan. I don't. First of all, I don't. I can't stand her as a celebrity, and um, I think Megan Markle needs to talk it. <laughs> I don't think she's that good. I don't think she can act. I think she's shitty. I can't be. I never say this about another actor, but but because she's like a prince now or princess, but marrying the prince and all that shit. Uh, Megan Markle to me is just I don't know. You know, seven and nine. The um. <laughs> I, 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 I don't think I'm going to make the eight seasons, 40 episodes. Of course, my friend Ramana Achani loves the show Suits. Uh, watch Billions. It's better. Um, but uh, the other thing is I haven't seen Oppenheimer or Barbie yet. Mm -mm. The yeah. only thing I will tell you about Barbie, okay? First of all, the director, Greta Gerwig, is a badass. All her shit's really good. Um, but very simply, the team you do not want to face in the first round of the tournament is Margot Robbie. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I think 
she is just she's she uh, her next movie third for the rest of her life yeah her next her next movie is just uh, uh it's a one uh, she's gonna read the phone book and it's probably gonna do a half a million it's on a new margot robbie film she sits down and reads in a world where people don't read the phone book margot robbie is she found an old phone book and is reading it she is just like guess what out. i'm there with popcorn oh you kidding me i'll go twice. she's up to the seas <laughs> and I'll, the next time i'll be like oh she got to the ends oh it was unbelievable the, the, the enunciation was, was amazing yeah. i thought she rushed the x's a little bit she got a little yeah. the only a couple of them yeah, but, but she, you know what I mean? and then she got to the seas she just you know she just poured it on at 26 and one <laughs> but uh no margot robbie oh my god yeah, it's stupid. Like, stupid. I mean, I know it's a guy thing, but like she's just, I guess maybe years ago people found that way about George Clooney, I guess, with girls and stuff. But, um, and uh, my buddy Bob's noticing my Molly Hatchet shirt. Molly fucking Hatchet. Molly effing Hatchet <laughs> right there. All right. I haven't seen Oppenheimer. Heard it's three hours long. Pat Volcker said it was just okay. <laughs> Barbie has, it's better than Oppenheimer. Um, I got, you know, uh, I got an argument. My mother says, Jimmy, you got to watch the documentary on Oppenheimer. And then go see the movie. I said, well, that, that defeats the... You're supposed to go to a movie, and then you enjoy the movie, and then maybe the documentary fills you with... Because you won't understand it. <laughs> then the movie sucks. It's based on a true story, Ma. I know. <laughs> it's like, how can you... No, you know? Oppenheimer. I think Oppenheimer sounds like one of those super... You know, one of those clothes stores in New York City. Yeah, I went to CVS. <laughs> I stopped by Oppenheimer's, developed a bomb, and I went back over to Barbie... <laughs> It's like, you know, oh I, the, only thing, the only thing I'll say about Barbie is for the love of God, it's like I didn't see it yet, obviously. And I'm not going to take my daughter to see it. She's four. I've seen one movies with her. So but I heard young kids are going to this and everything goes. She's over going to the Little Mermaid. That's where it ends right now. But like, I'm not going to yeah. go take her to see Barbie with this you weird, will. just weird weirdness. But I will say the people that are like dressing up pink and, and like and like and doing the photos inside the box. You're fucking weird. <laughs> You're so weird. I'm sorry. Like, oh, we're at Barbie. Let's make sure we get in front of the box. Like, what are I, we doing? It's, it's, it, you're right. That's totally insane. Oh. I. Another thing is, you know, my daughter was more into the American Girl dolls, which I don't. Did you get caught in that yet? No, no, not yet. I don't right, just, think uh, so. I don't just know. call. Just uh, we'll just get a home equity loan first. <laughs> um, if your daughter does get it, if, if any of your family member buys your daughter American Girl doll, um. Uh, kick him out of the house yeah because no i you have to take her to the american girls uh, she dude she's adorable she hit me up yesterday hit me up yesterday she just told me yesterday daddy uh can i have sour kids and i was like what the fuck what what is a sour sour kids kids patch thing yeah i was like you mean sour patch kids and i was like who the hell is giving you sour patch kids (laughs) like you don't need any more sugar at all no no dice take her listen to me before your kid is uh you know green hair smoking pot driving away from the house (laughs) take her not your son, though. Don't do not do this to your son. Leave your son to watch the jet game with your with your dad. <laughs> Bring your daughter with your wife to the American Girl thing in New York City, and watch. It's like going I to avoid Disney. the city like the it, plague, Jimmy. I know, like, but you know what? It's real easy. You pull up right in front of this parking right there. For you're going to spend about two hundred bucks, fifty dollars <laughs> to park. To, for three hundred dollars, you took your daughter to Disney World for four hours. She will be. You, you got to see her face. Do it while she's young, dude. She's gonna be like, "Oh my god!" But the problem is, Jimmy, I'm awful. At, like we, I took her to one toy store. It was probably like two years ago. God, this one's different, and, bro. For yeah, girls? but I know. But like, I went yeah. to one toy store and I said, "Hey, you know, you get one of these. Do you want this one or do you want this one?" And before she can even answer, I was like, "Or do you want both?" <laughs> 
right now. I'm the same way. Horrible. I am so bad at this. Now, listen, you're going to get beat, but to see your kid's face in this place, it's almost like it's it's really it's like heroin for kids. It it just (laughs) your kid's going to be like, oh, my God, what is this? Um, But my daughter wasn't into Barbie. But I tell you right now, if you're if you bet the house on American Girl. And all of a sudden with the Barbie movie, look out and Barbie. But I think they're owned by the same company now. Uh, but Barbie, I think, might take over the world now. That's over a billion dollars in the box office. Good God. Save the movie business. Anyway, which brings us to Pine Tar Bar and Grill here Jesus in Jay. 121 South Main Street, Fork and River, New Jersey, 609-489-4286. If you're going down to LBI or Cape May or Atlantic City, stop in at my boy, Tommy Plinio's place. TVs, best sports bar, food's good. Go check it out. And also Lisa Ruane, therapist. If you're feeling like shit, you're not feeling right, you know, you don't want to talk to anybody, you got to talk to somebody. 201-725-1251. She's certified therapist. She does hypnotherapy as well. 18 and over. She does Zoom in person. You'll love Lisa. She will help you. Please, I'm big on this. If you're feeling shitty, you got to get involved here from the Omni. Um, So give her a shout, Lisa Ruane. And you know what? We're at the minute three mark. And um, uh, my friend Robin is saying Barbie is not for little kids. Well, there you go. There you go. And she has two daughters. Um, it's not for older men either. Uh, <laughs> so that'll do it here. All right. Thank you. We got little listeners are chiming in. A big shout out to Sam Grasso with by far the funniest line of the week. Um, <laughs> and uh, and everybody else who almost tried to have a funny line. Uh, <laughs> and I will see you next Tuesday with a very special guest. Bye, man. Where